Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch. Brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Friday, February 5th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, congressional Democrats and top committee chairs are heading to the White House to meet with President Joe Biden today. Number two, Senator Ben Sass got censured by the Nebraska Republican Party. And number three, former President Donald Trump won't testify at the impeachment trial. Jake, you guys scooped last night. Congressional Democrats, top committee chairs, they're meeting with Joe Biden. Is it all for show? Is there going to be some, you know, private deal making happening? What is happening behind the scenes? Well, Anna, what isn't for show these days, right? I mean, everything is for show. Um, And the Nancy Pelosi, Steny Hoyer and top committee chairs are heading to meet with Joe Biden and a few things to point out. So um, the president has met with Susan Collins before he met with Nancy Pelosi. So that's interesting. He's met with a Republican before. For the House Democratic leadership, I think there was some some sour grapes about that. But, you know, putting putting that aside, I think the rule and thumb in D.C. that we've learned, Anna, over the years is that the larger the meeting, the less that's going to get done. Uh, There are 13 Democrats in this meeting from uh, the House of Representatives. Joe Biden, Kamala Harris. So that's a big group of people will probably be 20 or more people in the Oval Office. And they're there to talk about COVID relief, right? I mean, we know what Joe Biden wants on COVID relief. We know what House Democrats want on COVID relief. They're largely the same. There's a if you lay out a Venn diagram, it would be a big overlap between the two. And I think that this is just going to be for show. This is for the photo op. This is for the what we call the pool spray at the top, where you get the camera, the cameras in both the still cameras, the TV cameras, and you get the shot of Nancy Pelosi, uh, Steny Hoyer, Joe Biden, and Kamala Harris, you know, all together rolling up their proverbial sleeves. They'll be wearing suits, so I don't think they'll be rolling up any sleeves and talking (laughs) about uh, COVID relief. Yeah, I mean, the thing, though, I I will say is, uh, to me, what strikes me about this is, one, it's a little bit of a return to normalcy, kind of another step where Joe Biden goes back to the tried and true political playbook of meeting with your allies in Congress, particularly before, you know, a big meeting. He's obviously new in office. Uh, So I think that's one thing. And the other thing I do think is important is these kind of meetings for show, get everybody on the same team, right? They're about to go into a very difficult stretch where they're trying to get this massive COVID relief plan done, basically with all Democrats, and he's going to need all Democrats. So it's almost, you know, having that cheerleading moment where they all come together and they, you know, are in the huddle together saying like, all right, we can do this. This is super important. I I don't think it should be lost on the fact that that is actually, you know, important. Nancy Pelosi is going to have a tough job in the next couple of weeks. And this is kind of their moment to kind of touch hands and say, all right, break, let's go. All right. Second headline of the day, Senator Ben Sass, obviously the Republican from Nebraska. He's been at odds with Donald Trump for a very long time, has had, you know, fights over the last four years, been no uh, had no fear of fighting with the president in a way that most Republicans had. He is getting censured by the Nebraska Republican Party. Uh, maybe unsurprising, but I, I do think it, it's it's noteworthy. Yeah, I think so, too. But here's here's something really interesting. Sass points out in this video, which we linked to uh, in the newsletter this morning, punchbowl.news, once again, um, he says 
you know, he won re-election in 2020. He had larger vote totals than Donald Trump. He had record high vote totals for statewide office in the state of Nebraska. And Donald Trump actually famously uh, struggled in, in, a, in a congressional district in Nebraska, in Omaha, where Donald Trump actually lost. And Ben Sass, as he notes in the video, won handily. Here's an interesting quote, Anna. This is what uh, Sass said. You're welcome to censure me again, but let's be clear about why this is happening. It's because I still believe, as you used to, that politics Politics isn't about the weird worship of one dude. That's fascinating. I mean, this is like the the cult of Trump that he is he's talking about is um, uh, won't like to hear that. And the Republican Party, though, let's be clear, it has turned into a worshiping of of Donald Trump. I mean, Matt Gates, the Republican from Florida, in the last couple of days said he would relinquish his congressional seat to defend Trump in the impeachment trial, and then said on Fox News that he wishes he had more than one lifetime of service to give to this president to Donald Trump. I mean, what kind of bizarre stuff is that? (laughs) It truly is. uh, You know, it kind of takes your breath away when you look at how stunning a shift so many of these Republicans have made around the cult of personality around Donald Trump. The fact that, you know, most of the Republicans in the House besides 11 last night decided not to punish Marjorie Taylor Greene, um, you know, who's obviously a sycophant of the president's. And you really wonder where the Republican Party is going in this post-Trump world. They clearly there's there's clearly an appetite for him to play a massive role in the future of the Republican Party. Speaking of Donald Trump, he's our number three story of the day. Uh, We were talking about this yesterday, right? Whether or not Donald Trump would testify. The House impeachment managers issued a surprise request yesterday for Trump to testify in the Senate trial next week. You know, I said to you, I think like this isn't Perry Mason, um, kind of in a tongue in cheek way, saying I didn't think the president was actually going to testify. It turns out he and his lawyer say he's not going to testify. I do think This is interesting in the sense that Trump is a showman, but his lawyers and he know it would do him no good to actually be on the stand. You know, it's actually interesting. Uh, Democrats don't even want him to testify, which is which uh, says a lot because they know it's going to be a complete um, circus and a complete waste of everybody's time. I would say this. I'd say I think of, and and I know there might be some disagreement here. Impeachment is a video game, and I think I've said that before. It's we know he's not going to get convicted. We know the end game. It's not that interesting uh, uh, to a lot of people because, um, you know, I think that we the result is predetermined. Now it is interesting to us because of the the people and the politics involved in it, but it's not interesting to a lot of people. And what is Donald Trump going to say? He's going to come up to Capitol Hill and say. I didn't incite violence. I I won the election. It's not fair. And, you know, all of that will take weeks and weeks. And Democrats, frankly, probably want to get on with their lives. As do Republicans. They want to get on to this new Congress. I can't tell you how many people tell me, Anna, on Capitol Hill every day. They just don't want to stop talking about Donald Trump. I mean, I think John Cornyn the other day said to our friend and former colleague, Manu Raju of CNN, um, you know, he started asking a question about Trump and, and Cornyn said, are we still doing this? You know, so I think there's just a, people are bone tired of Donald Trump. 
Yeah, but we've still got at least a few more weeks uh, where he's going to dominate the headlines and we'll see what happens if and when he gets back on Twitter or what happens in terms of him finding the mantle. People might be tired of Donald Trump, but I don't think uh, he he is going to be continue to be a central figure in the Republican Party, certainly in the short term probably in the long term. And, you know, unfortunately, a lot of the Republicans who are tired of talking about him, he still dominates the thought process of most Republicans who are going to run or considering running for office. And he has a lot of supporters, uh, certainly uh, in the House of Republicans. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Hit that subscribe button. Leave us a rating and review. You can subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.